Heartfelt Wellness Show. Heartfelt Wellness Show with Helen Granskog on Saturdays. Discover health and healing for your mind, body, and soul on Verke Radio and iHeartRadio and iTunes. Welcome to the Heartfelt Wellness Show on Verke Radio and iHeartRadio from New York City. The theme is the power of women. We can be heard on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and any other platform where music can be played. I am your host, Helen Granskog, a mother, marathon runner, author, and certified wellness coach. In my book, From Sugar to Sneakers to Simple, I share my own journey from sugar addict and couch potato to marathon runner and veggie lover. I understand what it is like to be busy taking care of loved ones with what seems like no time for yourself, and my passion is helping you find balance and time for yourself in the midst of a fast-paced, hectic life. Thank you for listening. Today, my guest is a spirit, body, breath, and mind coach who helps women reconnect with themselves. Please join me, join me in welcoming once again to our show, Denny Van. Hey, Welcome, Helen. Denny. Thank you so much for having me back. It's great to have you. I, I really enjoyed our, our time last time. It was great to hear all the things that you wanted to embark on. I know at the time that we spoke, you had just joined the heartfelt movement of coaches and you were looking to help a lot of other women. And so I just wanted to check in with you and see how that journey is going. How have you grown and changed over these last several months, whether it's in yourself personally or in regards to your business? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, last time we had such a fabulous time. And um, yes, this heartfelt movement, especially when it comes to spiritual awakening, because what I do is I facilitate the spiritual awakening process. And so with this heartfelt movement, it's been growing exponentially because so many are coming forward with you know, you, you, you hit on it right at the beginning when you were talking about self-care. Mm -hmm. I would like to change the way people think about self-care and self-healing. And sure. so as we come to this place and learn and grow from a space of healing, so many wonderful things are just bound to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as you, as you look at that growth and that change and what, how do you see that happening? What would you like to incorporate for the next level of growth? Right now, um, well, we're working on so many things right now. Um, we're working on doing more of um, group coaching. And last time we hit on a little bit of EFT, that emotional mm -hmm. freedom technique. Yes. And so as I grow and people are learning that as human beings, there are two possible perspectives that we can perceive from. And as human beings, most of us know the human part of us oh so well, right? The mm -hmm. constant movement. And so as we're learning and, and things are changing, EFT has been a wonderful tool. And, and that has been growing ex exponentially because we're learning how to take a look at what is happening on the emotional level or on the level of what's happening in the mind or even the physical level, really mm -hmm. taking a look at it for self-care because what we have a tendency to do and what's happening now is we don't look at it. Like we have a memory come up 
or some emotion come up, the last thing we want to do is look at it. And so what we'll do is suppress it. Sure. That, That energy requires that requires a lot of energy it's almost like holding a beach ball underwater right Mm -hmm. so what happens is instead of looking at it we suppress it and it begins to come up in our experience in other ways and so what's been growing is now that we're looking at the two different perspectives and using EFT to say yes I'm feeling this or yes, this memory has come back and has a spark to it and talk to this and look at it for what it is. And then the second part of the EFT process is choosing. So we're taking a look at even though I'm feeling these things, even though I'm feeling the energetic movement of emotions, even though I might be feeling anger, even though I might be confused, we're recognizing what is Mm -hmm. We're taking a look at it Mm -hmm. and then we're choosing to stay within the stillness of, of my being. This helps facilitate the perspective between being in the energetic movement of it and lost, not knowing what to do, feeling Mm -hmm. unstable, those kind of feelings, and then bringing us into a space where we can create space between what's happening and where we feel our center and our groundedness. And so this creates a powerful space of healing. So yes, all of those things have been changing and we have been growing and um, it's been a wonderful journey. Well, I, I really like that, that perspective of awareness, you know, as, as a coach myself and working with clients, it's so important for them to, to become aware of where they are and then grow from there. And once they see that and they get some tools and even looking at EFT, there's such a powerful tool to help them move beyond their emotion and their current state. Um, and so I know that's an area that you're really delving into and have learned a lot about and are really looking to help your clients with. Now, as the movement has progressed and things have gone on, what have you learned about yourself over this time period? You know, for myself, I have been practicing these techniques on myself because this human has had many experiences. We talked last time about cancer and Mm -hmm. uh, this human also has had traumatic experiences. So learning for myself that every single one of us, we all have a dual experience. And what I mean by that is We have an external experience. We can look outside with our five senses, if we're lucky enough to have all five, right? Mm -hmm. So we look out in our external world, but we also have an internal experience. And Jesus spoke about this when he said, the kingdom of the heavens is within. But -hmm. what I love to guide people to is, who is the one who is observing both? Who is Mm -hmm. the one having both the internal and the external experience. This is what I love to guide beings to. And in recognizing this within myself, it has created so much space where when I feel caught in the movement of everyday life and sometimes reactions come and people might be saying things to you, I mean, just getting caught up in what's going on in our world is very, very easy to do. And when I find myself in that, I just ask myself one question, Mm -hmm. where am I perceiving from? 
Am I perceiving from the constant movement and change of the human part of self? Or am I perceiving from the expansive stillness and timeless part of self? These are two very powerful and different perspectives. And so as I've personally learned and uh, guiding people to this place, this has strengthened within me being able to shift my perspective in knowing when I per when I'm perceiving from either. And when I start perceiving from my human, I'm getting emotional, memories might start to come back, I might start to get reactive. And then I remember, oh my goodness, I'm perceiving from this energetic constant change and movement, come back to stillness, Put all that outside, put mm -hmm. outside. And then when you come back, what's really important is going to be right in front of your face. Everything else is not important. And it's a way to, a beautiful way to let go. Mm -hmm. We need to learn to let go. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is such a powerful thing to help people embrace and really understand. And because we are so reaction, re reaction oriented and reactive to our circumstances, our situation, the people around us. And so how do you, help people to take a pause and really assess and be able to determine which one they're responding to. I just um, was recently working with a client who um, does deal with post-traumatic stress disorder. And um, we were talking about uh, current um, memories that may have come back that feel as if they're happening now and they're being experienced now. So there was a time where this person did not remember 25 years later. Now the intellectual mind knows that these are memories. Mm -hmm. They're harmless. There's nothing that's going to happen. However, the body only knows right now. So the body is reacting as if it's happening right now. So you have this energetic split intellectually, I know, of course it's not happening now, yet why am I shaking? Why am I going through these symptoms? Mm -hmm. So the body is responding. Right. So by recognizing, okay, a memory has come, let's take a look at this memory. And the beautiful thing about EFT is you don't have to go into detail. Sure. So let's say it's a traumatic experience. I have them begins tapping on an emotional point on the body and looking at it even though I'm feeling these things and even though my body is reacting and you're taking a look at what is yes I am acknowledging these things are mm -hmm. happening even though these things are happening I am choosing to have both feet on the floor and be in this moment right now. Mm, yep. So what you're doing is you're recognizing what's happening because we have a tendency to just want to shove it under the rug, push right. it away and not deal with it. But if you can take a few moments and it doesn't take a lot of time, it takes awareness and mm -hmm. a little bit of practice. But once you recognize your body is now in the movements mm -hmm. of this emotion it could be an emotion it could be a body pain it could be a memory mm -hmm. whatever it could be a mind a mindset but talking right. to it and you're having a conversation with it sometimes some of these um these energies that are in movement sometimes they just need hello i'm here recognize right. me once you recognize it, it's gone. 
But so many of us uh, use so much energy to hold that beach ball underwater. Mm -hmm. That requires so much more energy than just taking a look at it. Yes, I'm feeling this. Yes, this is happening. I choose to be calm and relaxed in my body right mm -hmm. now. So as you shift back and forth and make these shifts, always ending on a positive and always ending centered in the stillness of your mm -hmm. being because the movement is always going to be in movement. So as you come back and then you take a look at the movement, sometimes something else might come up. It would be another layer. And this is what we've been doing. We've been doing group coaching where we together work on this mm -hmm. and one layer. And when one person heals a layer, we're yeah. all healing on layers. Sure. And it's so beautiful when it happens on such a deep energetic level. Wow, that is that is that that ability to work together and really support and encourage each other is is a powerful thing. So that that's great. Um, as you talk about your your group coaching and just how you're able to help and support people, how can people find you as far as your USP? Um, you know, because I know Jessa was on the show and she had talked about her USP and kind of the way that people can hear about her message in a very powerful way. So if people are looking to, to really connect with you and benefit from your, from your services and your experience, how can they connect with you? What is that phrase that will draw and gravitate them to you? I think I understand what you mean by USP. Basically, I would be speaking directly to my audience if I said, um, my business is all about heartfelt awakening and aligning body, breath, and spirit. And those are people who are spiritual seekers, maybe going through the awakening process um, and need help understanding what is going on. So that's my USP, heartfelt awakening, aligning body, breath, and spirit. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that and, and for really helping to break that down. And so as you have you know embarking on this journey as a as a heartfelt coach and really embracing that what would what separates you and makes you stand out from others how can people look to you as someone who's leading in this area you know um value just give just give just give because you know if your intention is to make money and obviously anybody in business you know, their goal is to make money. But if your intention is to make money, then, you know, you're not coming from the heart. And when you're coming from the heart and you just give and give, all things will be provided for you. And so giving from the heart is so vital to this movement because we will have, you know, group sessions and we will have openings for those who can donate what they have or if they don't have anything, they are invited in. So there's always an opportunity, regardless of your ability to give financially. So this is, I feel, is so important for anybody who is on this path of healing on such profound levels, that it's, it's, it is from the heart and it's not about the money. It's about giving and value, life-changing and life-transformative. Trans Thank you. Uh, I just want to let the listeners know that they are listening to the Heartfelt Wellness Show on Veracay Radio and iHeartRadio from New York City.
So, and thank you so much for being with us, Danny. And I just wanted to continue on in our discussion and, you know, talk about giving. And that is such a powerful thing. I feel like that really is something that has, is lost in the industry today. I think that a lot of times you alluded to this earlier, people are very focused on the financial aspect, but we really want to approach it from a different perspective of really giving and giving and giving. And as you've embraced that, how has that changed your perspective on what you do and how you present yourself in the world? You know, it's, it's very transformative. And what I've learned is to really set my intention. And anytime I, um, you know, do a live or do a group, I always set my intention and my purpose. And this kind of gets the human part of me out of the way. And really creates a space for healing to happen. So is it okay to read my purpose? Because this is what I read almost every single time we go live or do something. Would, would you mind if I read that? Absolutely. Please it's share like that with just me. a couple sentences. So before sure. I do, I center myself with my purpose. And my purpose is to be guided by grace, wisdom, compassion, knowledge, and intuition, to love, guide, and support others, to find, discover, and experience their being so we can all move from, a, from the clear space of stillness and awaken. So as you, know, you set an intention, my intention is to say, tell people, hey, do you know that this is happening in nature and in physics and that we are no different than nature? Come here and take a look at this. Hey, mm -hmm. did you know that our mind is just a filter? We believe that we are our minds and we get caught in symptoms of mental illness, but showing them another perspective. This mm -hmm. is life transformative. And right. so this is what my intention is. And as a goal, obviously, as you know, somebody who, who has a business and in this kind of thing, obviously my goal is to be able to sustain this. And so sure. those work hand in hand together and it's transparent. So it's very clear when you're coming from that heartfelt space. Right. And it's so transformative to any anyone no matter where they are with their ability to give financially sure i think that's, that's such a powerful thing that can really help people to to understand how they can pursue getting the help that they need and realizing that it doesn't require a lot of money from them that they need to be willing to put themselves out there and be open to the experience and i think that's a great thing that you offer to them and you hit it on the head number one uh to work with me you have to be willing to do the work. If you are somebody who wants that magic mantra or that magic yoga savasana or that magic pill, mm -hmm. then you know this is an internal journey and it does require introspection, really mm -hmm. looking at yourself honestly. So right. if you're willing to do that, it's such a huge, subtle, shift in perception, this uh, shift in, in awakening is huge if you're willing to uh, do that work. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just, you know, as you look at who you, you serve and who you help, what, is, what are your thoughts about helping millennials specifically with spirituality? Do you find that there's a significant difference in the, in the way that you approach and interact with different groups of people? 
You know, um, when you first said the word millennials, I'm like, hmm, you know, you want to think of a group of people. Um, I, as this human being, I can look at other humans and categorize them in various groups, but I prefer to look just at the being. And mm-hmm. um, so, so the group that we have, we have a Facebook group. It's, it's, um, it's Heartfelt Awakening Village, and it's such a diverse group of people um, that we really can't put a category such as millennials because mm-hmm. human beings we are all looking for the stability in the instability. We are all looking for the timeless in time that is constantly moving and changing. We are looking for that uh, one thing that we're all looking for. I mean, there's nothing that you can call this thing other than maybe spiritual awakening or a word that you can use for that. So, human beings, whether they're in a category of millennial or what have you, there is an innate calling in the heart of every human being, regardless Mm -hmm. of your gender, of your religion, of your skin color. Every single one of us has this inner calling to find and be our natural state, which is love, compassion, peace. Mm -hmm. This is what, regardless of millennial or what category you might be in, this is what every single human being has a seed and can find. It's already you. It's a Mm -hmm. shift in perception. That's all it is. And nature shows us how. I think that's beautiful. I think, you know, just that approach that we're all human beings, we're all on a journey and we're all seeking something. And so I think that's powerful to, to really have that perspective. So as you, as you alluded to your group and you're engaging your group and really helping to people connect with that, what's your, what's your next steps going forward? What are you thinking as you continue on in this journey for yourself? You know, we we do regular things in our group. We've had um, weekly Monday, Meditation Mondays in May. So we have various things to help guide uh, humans to their beingness. And um, I do have some wonderful stuff coming up. I'm going to be uh, presenting at the Science and Non-Duality Conference. So I'm looking forward to that. And this is to bring this perspective that we are no different than nature. We have two parts that create a whole. And so I'm going to bring this to um, science and non-duality conference. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm always looking to do more in our group. And in our group, we are going to be doing more um, group, small group work. And, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's peel off the layers of the onion and really look at emotions and what's going on with the mind and maybe things that you have maybe quote unquote mental illness symptoms. Let's take a look at it from the energetic movement and the stillness using EFT as a tool to facilitate the shift in perception. Okay. I I want to just back up a minute. Um, You mentioned something that I want to help our listeners understand. Um, The science and non-duality conference. Could you explain a little bit more about that? Absolutely. This is an organization that is um, 
they have an annual conference in San Jose, California, and they also have one in Italy. So science and non-duality, and this brings together some wonderful minds, theories, science work, uh, research work that is all brought together and discussed openly. It's so beautiful. So because this, you know, metaphysics and sometimes, um, these things can't be discussed in and felt with our five senses so this is a platform where we can speak openly about it from a metaphysical and maybe scientific point of view as well okay okay um and you alluded to this twice now so far um the different the five senses in as a way to connect um with our our being, our human and non-human being. And so when you consider the five senses, which of them may pose the most challenge in, in creating and in enabling that, that connection? The five senses are ability to see, taste, touch, hear, all of those things, if you're lucky enough to have all five. These are power of this, these senses are a powerful magnetic pull to our humanness. This is the material world our body is in this world and the spiritual world is an internal experience and so um i come from a christian background so jesus did alert allude to the the kingdom of the heavens and he said plural is within that means it's an internal expansive experience and so our five sensory world when i mentioned that i'm talking about our external world when we're, when we're going out into our external world, we're smelling, we're seeing, we're hearing, we're tasting, we're feeling, all of those things. These are filters to bring information into our internal world. And so our internal world is the being. It's the expansive. It's the kingdom of the heavens. There's no limits to it. You can't put it in a box. You can't, you know, there's, there's no words for it. And when I say five sensory world, and I'm referring to our human experience, I'm here in this body. I was born. I have a duration of time here and I'm going to have an end where I'm no longer able to use my five senses in this world. But I go, my essence or the energy goes back to all that is. So that's what I mean when I say five sensory world. It's, okay. it's, 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 it's the world where most of our addictions and our attachments are most strongly held. Okay. Okay. And so you're looking to really help people to, to navigate those five senses, to, to break away from those addictions and those things that might be holding them back from fully experiencing everything they can. Exactly. Seeing the movement for what it is and knowing that movement, that addiction, that attachment or whatever that is, is not who you really are. Mm. That, that's powerful. That's very powerful. Being able to make that separation and again, that awareness. Yeah. Definitely a powerful thing. So uh, do you have any, any parting words? We're coming to the end of our show. Any final words that you'd like to leave with our listeners? Uh, I just want to say, Helen, this has been a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. And for your listeners who are listening, if you're going through like these mind attacks or psychic attacks, because I work with a lot of spiritual seekers and energy healers who are givers and givers, and they may themselves be dealing with these thoughts. I want to tell you, first of all, I love you and know that those thoughts 
whatever's happening internally is not who you are and watch it. And then the more you can withdraw your attention from it, the more you're going to create some internal space. And so this internal space is where healing happens. Mm, that's great. That's great. And so if people want to learn more about working with you, where can they find you? Absolutely. You can find me on social media uh, under the name uh, heartfelt awakening hashtag or at sign or heartfeltawakening.com. That's great. Thank you so much for being with us, Denny. I really appreciate all that you had to share and all that you're bringing to everyone out there. Blessings, Helen. Thank you. You have been listening to the Heartfelt Wellness Show. If you want to support, if you want support finding balance and peace in your life, you're welcome to connect with me at theheartfeltwellnessshow.com. Together, we will manage your pieces to create a better whole. Heartfelt Wellness Show. Heartfelt Wellness Show with Helen Granscock on Saturdays. Discover health and healing for your mind, body, and soul on Verkay Radio and iHeartRadio and iTunes.